This episode features more deep voice mutt and blowouts, and is one of our shortest yet. Hello and welcome once again to the M4 Project. Matthew Jelenic with me is Michael Sullivan. Morgan Davids. And uh, this week's film is A Town Called Panic from 2009. A stop motion uh, what adventure comedy from 2009. What's your icebreaker though? What movie have you been excited to see? Mm-hmm. Like, or, or went, oh, this could be, this is a really good chance to do this character. Or this is a really good to do that. And then you've walked in really excited and walked out and went, how did you fuck that up so much? Okay. How did you? I'm, I've got a few answers actually. Yeah. Rewatching Ghoulies was very much that. <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna watch Ghoulies. This is the bet. What? Yeah. This is the film I remember, but I remember it being good. Oh my god, the nature <laughs> Blade Three, yes, by Trinity, because I loved the first two blades. Like first two blades were solid. Except, except for watching Blade One again now and some of the CGI. Oh, oh no, no, no! At the very I, end, I, I don't, I don't hold it again. It was bad. Like six months after it was released, yeah. uh, just a lot of the fluid physics because of the blood loss yeah. at the end. I fully understand that. I can accept that and be like, oh, oh, nineties, early two thousands. Your CGI, you thought you could do well, but you cannot. I accept that. I can look at it and be like, ah, well, it is what it is. One and two, fun films. Enjoyed them like that version of vampirism, like that they sort of went conglomerate with it. Cool. Third one came out, it's like cool, it's got an interesting concept. Dracula's back, radio, and then just story wise, character wise, turd, just a turd of a film. Well, probably that doesn't help that Wesley Snipes and Ryan Reynolds hated each other. Yeah, well, the, one of the big reasons for that was Wesley a lot of the time just refused to shoot scenes. Like, usually, out of respect, if you've got a scene with someone, it takes like Two or three days to do a shoot because you got to set up camera, you do one shot, then we'll do the all right close ups of Wesley Snipes and close ups of the other fella, and you stand opposite them to do your lines back and forth so that they can act. Wesley was notorious for like, I'm not on camera, I don't need to be there for that. No, I'm not, I'm not in the shot, get someone else. So, like, people would be reading the lines for Wesley, yeah. Whereas any other decent actor or decent human being would be like, no, no, we're seeing partners, I'll come out for it, and you'd just be in his trailer smoking pot, and it's like. Or any, it was to the point where it's like, can you see my face? No, get my freaking stunt double in. So there's shots where it's shot over the shoulder. It's not Wesley. Yeah, right. it's his stunt double. Yeah, he's like, fuck it, I didn't need it. There. <laughs> ah, it's pretty bad. Just smoking, smoking pot in his trailer and avoiding tax. And finally, probably the first Hobbit film. Yeah, why well, you need to turn the thinnest book into three movies? I have no fucking yeah. idea. What? Why? That would have been. Uh, I believe Peter Jackson could have done a fantastic standalone hobbit like long film a long film but do the peter jackson style and be like everyone would be like oh i wish there was more i wish there was more oh let's go and then all you have to do is go oh yeah we do wish there was more here's the super high definition re-release of the original trilogy freaking lord of the ring yeah money 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 make money money easy but instead they're like eh, money 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 now if we release it as a trilogy Suckers will buy three discs worth. Oh, fuck. We made it to it. So I didn't really go to the movies much prior to about a year and a half ago. And when I started going to a lot more, I was a cinema pessimist through and through. So I just assumed that every movie I went to go and see was going to be an utter piece of shit unless it proved <laughs> me otherwise. So I was never really disappointed in anything. I mean, I go into the Star Wars films thinking, it's probably going to be terrible. This is going to be the one that's really bad. And I'm like, eh. 
It was fine. That's mm. the extent of it. The movie that really kills me is the Avatar: The Last Airbender. Movie. Oh, damn. damn! Yeah, that movie fucking ruined me because that was so bad. That movie in every conceivable way, just it, yeah, made mockery of everything you could think of of the original series, and it just they didn't even pronounce the main, the main character's, character's name correctly. Like that's that's you watch the show for five minutes and you can see the pronunciation of the main character, and they changed it for. Reasons. What reason? Whatever reason. Why was that? Shyamalan was just like, no, it's Ung now because I want it to be. Yeah. No, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, basically. <sighs> from what I can gather, like he was trying to make it more of a um, uh, like Indian influences rather than wider Asian influence. Like, but it's kind of everywhere. It's yeah. A, it's a world. And plus, we already know how his name is said. No, Ung. Ung. Yeah. And the fact that they would do stuff like. In the show, how they can move gigantic boulders essentially as waving their hand. With this one, they have a group of seven men doing a like a, a yeah. fancy dance together to then move a pebble a few meters slowly to the right. Urgh, that's so stupid. They do so much stupid shit in that movie. It makes me angry. That's <laughs> bugging me. Fuck that movie to hell. Straight to hell. But a movie he really did enjoy was The New Mummy. Oh. <laughs> that, okay. so, so for me, it's basically the second trilogy of Star Wars that just had so much fucking potential and just yeah. just smash it full of CGI. But the reason I brought this up is because I've seen the preview for a movie that's coming out and I looked at it and just went, oh dear God, you had such a chance. And that is... Hey there, just a quick note. The movie we're about to reference has already come out in our reality, so it looks like either this reality is a bit behind the times, or maybe this version of the M4 project likes to, I don't know, age their podcasts. Definitely hasn't been sitting on my computer for over two years. That didn't happen. Oh dear god, you had such a chance, and that is Venom. With Tom Hardy playing Venom. Oh, I haven't it's seen like, the trailer. I'm avoiding it. Okay, like, okay, you have the ability to basically make an equivalent to Deadpool. We know Venom is an R18 plus fucking badass, right? Yeah. Tom Hardy is a good actor. Okay, Venom isn't supposed to be funny like Ryan Reynolds, but Venom is can be comical in a mm. sense of his bad ways. Tom Hardy has the ability to do that. The whole idea of how Venom comes about, they've sort of changed, which is like, you didn't need to fucking change it. Mm. You don't need to change it. And I'm not exactly sure if the guy is going to be an anti-hero or not. Yeah. He's supposed to be a villain, but yeah. he's also supposed to be in some of the, 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 the standalone Venom yeah. comics, like License to Kill. He is a fucking anti-hero. Yeah. He's an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. with a License to Kill. Yeah. And he's like, fuck it, we'll just chuck Venom in there and he'll just rip people's fucking heads off. Yeah. And I was watching this thing going... Oh dear! Oh, oh! You have such because there's no Spider-Man involved in it, is there? No, no. They're, apparently, they're doing a whole heap of um, like basically Spider-Man villain standalone mm. movies. But Venom is the, everyone's favorite, yeah. sort of, or my favorite yeah, Spidey yeah, villain, yeah, yeah. and that's because the guy's brutal and just he's very he's similar fine. to Spider-Man. Yeah. He's got, got this certain sort of style and swagger, man. And especially those couple of the first comics they did with mm. like License to Kill, he is just brutal. Like, he is literally ripping fucking heads off. You know, you know Deadpool works as an R18 plus thing. You know Logan worked mm. as an R18 plus thing. Like, this is your chance to make another fucking killer R18 plus film and you're slightly yeah, turned it down, slightly yeah, toned it down like it's supposed to it is R18 plus I believe but but like even the way that from what I've seen okay then this is only off the previews you know how like Venom can shoot bits of his yeah. symbiote out yeah. of himself yeah. a lot of the defending himself is just doing that against people and it's like oh that looks like it's overused and that's just the fucking trailer oh uh, 
and we know how trailers tend to be within Hollywood. That's annoying. It, it sounds like potentially what they've done is they're like, we want to make an R-rated film, but we also don't want to make an R-rated. We're just going to dip our toe in, in, the, in the pool of R-18, whereas things like Deadpool and Logan went, fuck, no, it. fuck you. I'm running in the pool. I'm diving straight well, in. And that's the thing. And if, if Ven- like Venom is more brutal yeah. than Deadpool, the, yeah. the character, yeah. you know, so if he comes off lighter than these two guys, you're like, what have you fucking done? Uh, the only thing that gave me hope is there is one cool scene where he actually sort of transforms into the... A lot of the stuff's the symbiote just flying out of Tom Hardy. And then the, the head comes over and it gives her the Venom face. And he says, I am Venom. And you're like, okay, oh, please don't have fucked this up. Yeah. They're going to fuck it They're up. They're going to fuck it up. Cinema. The, cinema you, have to remember, you have to remember, it's... Yeah. Oh, when was the last time they did a good... God, I don't even know. Wait, what, what was... One was... What was Homecoming, Sony? Uh, no, it was a uh, Sony Marvel pairing. So basically, right. Sony went... Please, please I be- I be- make a good Spider-Man. I be- but I believe Marvel's had... Like, they weren't going to have any... That, uh, from what I've read, they weren't going to have any involvement in this, but apparently they've got some involvement in it. Because I think Sony I- must have looked at it and went, Help? Yeah. Help? Yeah. So yeah. Sony probably was like, Can you just look over our homework before we <laughs> hand it in? And Marvel's like, Oh, sure, buddy. There's a whole- <laughs> That's not how you spell anti-hero. Right <laughs> That's how you spell turd. Anyway, this week's film, A Town Called Panic, based off of a uh, TV series of short films made with your classic little plastic toy cowboy Indian and horse. Basically, yeah, basically the, the cowboys the, and Indians look like what you'd imagine toy soldiers sort of look like. Yeah, colored. Mm. yeah. Like, uh, it, it is literally all of those classic plastic little miniatures used in stop motion sort of form. Some modification in there. There's, there's people... When they bend and stuff like that. Yeah. Bend or... Very cleverly done. But yeah, ve- the way they utilise just the different poses of these things, so you can tell it's just a, another Indian thing, but they painted it with the colours so it continues mm. to be the same ca- character. And the way the things move, it's very well done. Uh, very light-hearted. No real story. There's a, there's a general story arc. <coughs> a very, a yeah. very general... It is, it is a point A to point B. Like, there's yeah. a general yeah. thing of... We're trying to do this. And by doing this, we cause this. Yeah. And we've got to follow the, the tracks of like, yeah. oh, well, we need to get this to get to there and this the to get story, to there. And the story spirals off in all sorts of different yeah. directions, but it's, it's whimsically kind of leading so. To the, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's kind of all leading to the same point with the same overarching general thing happening. Yeah. All marching towards the end. Yeah. Uh, very lighthearted, absurdist, and fun. Uh, in terms of back of the box, uh, our characters, cowboy, Indian, and horse, live in a house together. Not homoerotically quite innocently in fact hmm. and safe to it's, say just to just to quickly put it out there is that animals can talk animals can talk yes horse, with humans. He, horse is perhaps the, the most, smartest he's person. the smartest and maturest yeah, of their trio he's like the parental figure of the two indian cowboys the essentially idiots. the kids of yeah. the show yeah. uh and they they live in this happy little village a town called panic uh they're going about their business uh, when it happens to be Horse's birthday, the boys decide they're going to buy him a birthday present. They're going to build him a uh, brick barbecue because, as you do, accidents occur and they accidentally order 50 million bricks, although, according to the piece of paper, it's a lot more than 50 million. <laughs> uh, and they, the boys sort of have to react to that and that sets up a chain of events that lead them all over the world D- into down, down underwater. The centre of the earth. Centre of the earth. Uh, in a bear's house. The Antarctic and a giant penguin mm-hmm. robot. Yeah. Under just the sea again, and then eventually home. Yeah, like I was saying, there's no real. It's like, kind of this this is going to be a really hard episode to do because there's nothing well, in really talk about except for individual moments. Well, if you 
if you kind of lose track of yourself for five minutes and you come back to the yeah. show, it's going to be in a completely different place. It is. It's have no the, idea how they got there. The best way to describe this to an audience, I would think, is it is a French, less crude robot ship chicken movie. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It, it feels like um, the the five minute episodes have all kind of been strung together, together. in one yeah. long thing. Yeah, to, to the point like where they ended it and then they continued on next week. Yeah, in another exactly. Location. Yeah, yeah. To the point where uh, I think Roger Ebert, who I think gave it three and a half stars out of four. Uh, I was like, it's not going to be something that endures, but it is tremendously fun. Mm. And it's something that you don't have to worry about watching in one sitting. Yeah. You can watch it and be like, yeah. what the fuck? Oh, I've got to go do something. Pause it. Stop it. Go away. Come back. Like, what was I doing? But the same thing is, if you leave the room. Yeah, if you leave the room. You need to pause it. Because I, yeah. I, I was doing something at the time and I was like, I had, I had to... Nah, go back because I am in. To- I had. Yeah. How the fuck did they end up in a giant penguin? Yeah, like I have no idea how they ended up. In- <laughs> Yeah. I think it's be a really good movie to, uh, to watch with kids as well because it yeah. can be so stop started like that. Like the, they fuck off to do something else for a while and they come back. The only issue of watching with kids is in French. Well, yeah, so, uh, well, yeah. I, but I then again, I part. enjoyed Pingu as a child, and he yeah. speaks in fucking gibberish. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it, it well, does make. I, think it's a, a, I, I kind of feel like movie. yeah, this is that kind of movie where you probably don't even need to understand what they're saying really to understand. You can what's figure it out. The yeah. Story. Yeah. yeah. Just by like what's being shown on the screen. So yeah, I, I couldn't find an English dub of this movie, so I ended up as you guys just watched it in French. And I was thinking that because I'd watched a couple episodes of the shorts beforehand, I kind of felt like not watching in English would kind of lose some of the snappy punchiness yeah. of it. But it carried over quite well. I didn't feel like I lost anything by reading the subtitles and watching it in French. Definitely not. Um, because a lot of it was physical comedy. It added to it for me yeah, because yeah. you're hearing someone yell, especially the fucking drunk farmer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's he my was favorite so character. Steven. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. I love the way like he eats. Yeah. Where yeah. he's just like. Yeah. And then runs through the cup of coffee. Yeah. yeah that L- scene L- was my favorite. I yeah. That was my favorite scene. Literally eats an entire human sized piece of toast. Remember he is a model. Like he's a little plastic figurine of a man stands on his head across the table eats a piece of toast smashes through a coffee cup coffee cup is miraculous and he's like great toast smash great coffee good night <laughs> constantly yelling at the pigs and very much in love with his tractor anyone who flirts with his wife yeah <laughs> or the amount of beer he drinks yeah at the party that's great the overarching plot basically is how are they going to fix this problem of ordering 50 million bricks which happens to be that they stack it on top of the building which then calls it to to smash through the ground which then means (laughs) that they try to rebuild it multiple times which then means another group of people start stealing Stealing their walls so then they have to try to track down the thief figure out that they've gone uh, track him down into a bear's house uh, which has a trap door that leads down to the center of the earth. Uh, they then escape, uh, almost die, uh, escape up a tunnel out from the center of the earth, end up in some snowy world, possibly Antarctica, in which they encounter uh, some very snow. super strong scientists. Some very powerful scientists, because brains are powerful, who live inside of a giant penguin whose sole purpose seems to be is to scoop up ice and then fling a perfectly spherical snowball Halfway across the world, just to squash animals, not to kill them, because the animals always seem to poke their head out of the top. But <laughs> they get some sort of weird enjoyment yeah, out of it. The scientists clap and then put a little cross on their little chalkboard. And they succeed. It's like, I want to be a scientist. And then from there, just, uh, they utilize that to fire themselves. Into they try to fire themselves home, but it gets adjusted and they end up landing in the ocean, which is where the wall thieves live. Cue a whole scene with them trying to figure out how to beat the wall thieves. It just keeps spiraling. Uh, yeah. It just keeps going. 
into different random yeah. things until it all I, I think when they ended up in the ocean, yeah. a, that's a good chance to pause, yep. yeah. recalibrate, yeah. do yeah. a piss, yep. grab a beverage, yep. uh, maybe some snacks, a couple of stretches, <laughs> and sit down and go again. Because yeah. uh, you've already basically have fucked someone's mind by the time you got to that point. Oh, uh, I forgot the whole... There's a whole second side plot there where horse has a lady horse. That's right. Who's trying to, <laughs> who's, who's trying to, who's trying to get in on, uh, and he signed up for a hundred piano lessons, but c- keeps not being able to make it. She keeps finding ways to call him originally on his <laughs> he, house phone. Yeah, even when he flattened, he, one of uh, the Indians mobile, a random person whose house they're in when they're <laughs> under the ocean. It's like, so, yep. Uh, I noticed that you have not made it to my lesson. I just thought you were avoiding me. He's like, no, 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 I'm trying to get there. I swear. I'm just, I'm in the middle of something. <laughs> Yeah, so at the ocean point, pause, take a quick break, do some stretches, mm-hmm. and then get back into it because you've otherwise it can be a bit like it's all still brilliant, but you need a, just a quick break just there. Yeah, I think, there to, is a lot to get ready for the Color second cleanse. half. Yeah, yeah. By the by, the end of the movie, I I was kind of wanting to stop, not because I wasn't enjoying it, but because there was just so much and it was so constant, full yeah. on in your face, and I was like, oh, I need to take a breather first. Yeah. Because there's visually there's so many details like the yeah. way that they do things and the way that the characters interact and the the contraptions and yeah. the sets they're and all it's very gag dense like there's so many jokes there's so yeah. many funny things there's also there. references throughout to the original series like yeah when, the, when you first uh get introduced to cowboy indian there's the uh, planked up holes above their beds because their heads are smashed through it. So times, and the yeah. door the door has been taped together because they get when they get yeah. hit, they ricochet off the walls and bounce yeah. off the grandfather clock, yeah. which um, which I think shows in one of the episodes as well. Yeah. And they land like in their yeah. beds, which happens in one of the episodes. That's happens something. at the very end as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just random. It is. Uh, it is. Uh, as far as characters' aspect performances, no, you can go on the characters' the factor that they looked really cool of what they were. The yeah. way they moved mm. the stop motion was was two very horse, two plastic horses slow dancing. Brilliant. It was very <laughs> deliberate in what it was doing in the sense that it wasn't supposed to look great. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the way it was done made it yeah. fine. It, it was done in such a way that it was meant to look cheap and crappy. Like, we couldn't make models, so we're using just your plastic model horses. But they're used in such a clever way, and the way that they interact is so and the, but the well con- done. The contraptions are so brilliant, like because yeah. everything has its place. Like horse lives with them, so he has the whole house is set out to basically accommodate how a horse would live in this environment. Yeah, uh, in the fact the way their shower works yeah. and, and all these other things. My favorite, my favorite thing is his bed. Yeah, horse is- he's basically he sleeps <laughs> he, standing up, so he just throws the blanket over his back, and then the pillow is just directly in front of his face, and he just <laughs> kind of rests his face forward, and that's how he sleeps. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is brilliant. But he's that still sense. standing on a mattress. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like the fact when he was getting into it, he also kicks his horseshoes off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But those little details, yeah. so well thought out, yeah. so brilliant. It's really cool. I like when, he, when she says, oh, uh, the animals say, oh, you should hear horse play the piano at the first <laughs> time. <laughs> I like that. Like, he's amazing. He's like, no, 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 no. It's like, yeah, come on, play for me. And they all leave. It's like, uh... And just one of the Terrible. best piano solos ever. And just she's honest and just goes, that was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you need lessons. Uh, yeah. You should come and hang out with me. It's like, oh. Yes, yeah, so there's no point talking about character performance other than yeah. all the characters are fun yeah. and enjoyable. All the voices are well um, done. But Stephen, the, farm, the, the farmer, is probably my favourite character. Constantly shouting, constantly moving. Very, very busy. Over the top. Just, yeah. you can't help but... 
enjoy every scene yeah. that he is in. I don't, I don't really have even a favorite character. I just have a favorite, like favorite jokes and favorite character interactions yeah. more than a favorite character. For example, one of them's right at the start where cow- the cowboy and Indian are fighting with each other. Cowboy goes out the window and then Indian throws the, the grandfather clock out the window after him and it lands on top of cowboy. And you're expecting it's going to do the whole cartoon thing of the door's going to open and Cowboy's going to stand out. But it opens up and Indian gets out. Yeah. And it's like, so he was, <laughs> he in, was, in, the he was in the clock when it got thrown out the window. It's it like, like coming out, out. <laughs> Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, just, very random. Yeah, off 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 the cuff quirky humor. A lot of it at, uh, aimed at like an adult audience, not in like ooh, yeah. it's risque type stuff, but sort of just witty, punchy, clever stuff, mm. and very French. And very very French. very French. So looks and tone. We're already sort of touching on looks. The looks work very well for it in the sense of how they're shot. Well, for example, like the car that horse drives is just it's just a big yellow box. On top of tiny little wheels that have got hyper, like, yeah. hypersensitive suspension on it, and yeah. it, he gets in it and it just bounces <laughs> and ricochets like rickets yeah. all over the place, and then he's like, and yeah. just one of the best leans. scenes again with that with that car is when he, when he hits the barbecue, the barbecue, barbecue. <laughs> and and the, <laughs> literally <laughs> the middle of the car stays at the barbecue, yeah. and the rest just goes through over it. Yeah. It's just it, and it's just. So well done. Yeah. So well done. It took me a moment to actually realize what, what happened. happened. Yeah. You're like, what the? Oh, okay. It's like yeah. something you expect to happen in a ridiculous thing of South Park. Or, yeah. like, not even that. Like something even yeah. more. Like Looney Tunes. Yeah. yeah. Like what, something happened to Wiley Coyote, basically, yeah. is what you'd expect. Yeah, but, but they have a lot more realistic responses to these things. <laughs> like, ah, oh, damn it. My God, God damn it. But at the same time. Yeah. The female horse just goes, oh, I can fix this. And then just puts the shell back on, on top, top of the it. engine. And it's like, oh, you fixed it. It's she, working she now. She also lashes it down with like a, a, some rope that she had as well. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's random and it, it, it just it works. Mm. The tone is funny yeah. overall. It's just absurdist comedy the whole yeah. way through. This is like a stop motion Leslie Nielsen film. Yeah, really. very much. Mm. It's just full of just out there obscure yeah. as well. It's not, we talked on this when we were talking about um, wrong, when we did wrong for the accused. Mm. We were all of it is absurdist in an obvious way where it um okay it's absurdist but it uses actual deliberate yeah. puns that it can find to play for this is absurdist in the we're same the vein world. yeah but we're going to make the things work in the world that we're creating mm. no, you did a fucking great job at that yeah. a really really great job your yeah. favorite character is steve <laughs> i don't i don't know horse uh, horse purely because of just the nature of what he is and what he does yeah. in the movie there is something funny about watching it they burst in the room because they're going to order their bricks and horse is already at the computer doing an email or something so there's a horse sitting at a computer chair slapping a keyboard around or, or he, he's about that he has to go and pick up the animals from the music yes yeah, well steven's so steven's animals at a music school yeah so he runs into the bathroom and he goes to brush his teeth there's a giant yellow mechanical arm yeah. that just like moves the, the toothbrush back and forth in front of his face yeah just all these sorts of silly things that are built for a horse mm. and just a horse doing these things is hilarious to me overall it made me giggle it left me feeling quite good you can't not like it yeah. like honestly you can even turn the subtitles off if you don't like subtitles and yeah. you can still enjoy it you know like Mike said before you, you know exactly what's fucking happening it's, it's on the screen you don't need the words the only thing you need the words for us Stephen yeah. to find out what is blowing up at this time yeah it's uh, essentially if a kid had toys and they were playing make believe this is what would sort of yeah this would be those animals world if they if yeah. they were things and being controlled kind of like uh, the Lego movie where yeah. it's these Lego people having these interactions but it's all controlled from kid yes. that's why it's got these weird perspectives and 
these weird interactions. It, well, that is exactly and right. That, because that's kind of what it is. It's very childlike in that sense because adults wouldn't have... Like, cowboys and Indians are supposed to fight in the in the way the adults look at it, yeah. but they're best friends, and they certainly wouldn't be talking to a horse where kids yeah. will talk Absolutely. with Absolutely. animals to Come on, horsey, let's do it. The horse is like, oh, let's, go, let's go. You go, oh, what's Cowboy up to? Oh, he's underwater now trying to steal back his house's walls. <laughs> oh, you, yeah, he is, Timmy. Yeah, yeah, he certainly is. That boy, I just love it. Like, here, no one will steal it now. And they chain. Yeah. <laughs> they chain the house. That's so good. Uh, and they cut through it. And then, well, <laughs> he gets put in prison. Yeah, and Steve, 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 because he has a, he's tractor has claw arms, can cut through pretty much anything. He gets framed for it. And put in prison, which is yeah. just the guardhouse, which, but once someone's in the guardhouse, converts <laughs> to a fucking prison. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so good. So, so good. Recommend De- it. Recommend. Recommend it. Give it a watch. Watch um, it. It's, uh, in terms of spoilery doos, they get the house back, make friends with the former thieves, and life continues in a town called Paddock. <laughs> it's about the journey. It's not about yeah. the end. It's about Absolutely. everything that happens along the way. It is very much your classic. It is about the journey, not the destination. Uh, next week's pick. Who's picking? Next week's pick is an Australian comedy film from 2003, You Can't Stop the Murders. A sleepy Australian town is rocked by a series of murders with a village people theme. Catch you next week.